0: Welcome back everybody It's Taco Tuesday I'm Alex Padilla I'm Alex Regla Yo what's up everybody Welcome back to Taco Tuesday I'm Alex Padilla At Alex padilla 86 He's Alex Regla At Alex M. Regla. Alex I'm glad you're back man How you feeling?
1: I'm doing well man How, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good I hope we didn't violate any HIPAA rules <laughs> Because we did mention that that you were out because of the booster shot. I hope that's okay.
1: You know what? I, I was like so out of it that I didn't even have a chance to listen. But uh, I'm totally fine with cool. you guys mentioning it. How are you feeling? Because I know you got it as well.
0: I got it that day of our recording last week. Uh, I did the show with Christian. And, you know, actually nothing at all bothered me whatsoever. Except the next day, mm. my arm... I felt like I broke it. From shoulder to wrist. I had incredible arm pain. And I still at this moment have a little lump on my arm. So I don't know if the nurse messed me up <laughs> or whatever, but that was some crazy arm pain, dude. I I I did a lot of things to get rid of that arm pain because it was brutal. But that's it. That's it, man. No uh a
1: lot of recreational things probably.
0: Maybe, you know. How about you? You alright now? You good? I know you got hit pretty good
1: yeah it was just that those first two days it was it was rough and after the first two doses that that's what was so weird i was totally fine and then that that one just like knocked me out and yeah i had the same thing with my arm like it felt like swollen and stuff like that but thankfully it was just two days and i feel a lot uh safer now that i have it Good. so
0: yeah dude because uh we'll talk about it in the nba but covid is sticking its head out in all of sports right now obviously uh, we'll talk about what's going on with the Bulls Because that might affect the Lakers uh, 37 positive tests today Just just today in the yeah. NFL um, So yeah It's uh, sticking it's ugly head out uh, Significantly right now But we're not here to talk about COVID We're not here to talk about boosters We just wanted to update you Alex is cool Alex <laughs> is fine Alex has been tweeting Non-stop Even with or without the booster um, Alex Real quick Before we get to the big news Of what's happening Because I know people want to uh, Hear about the possibility of trading THT, <laughs> which is where we're gonna go. <laughs> but um, what have you thought about uh, the Lakers here? Um, you know, me and Christian we did a, we did a post game show, and after the Celtics and it was a great victory, and then they lost to the Grizzlies and looked absolutely awful. But then these last two nights, it kind of turned it around a little bit uh, against the Thunder and the Magic. Obviously, not world beaters. But what did you think so far about what you've seen from the Lakers?
1: It's been weird. It's like this this fun element to the team, you know, like having fun. That's something that this uh, team hasn't had a lot this year. And uh, last night especially, like between LeBron just like dominating and then putting Wendell Carter's glasses, visor on, and just a lot of fun stuff last night. It it finally feels like this team is enjoying themselves. Like when you lose – leads the way they have and struggle to start the season like they have it can get really like demoralizing in terms of like their their play and like their body language and stuff like that as a fan you kind of pick up on that so it's been great to see them finally kind of like put that hopefully behind them at at least in terms of these last couple games and hopefully they turn the corner because this the the last games have been really really fun
0: yeah a couple double digit victories three in, Mm -hmm. in the last four games are nice to see um because when you're playing Teams like the Thunder and the Magic, we've seen earlier this year, it's not always been the easiest thing for them. So it's nice to see the double-digit victories. I know that they they did kind of blow a 25-point lead yesterday. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, I know it got down to like 10, but at least they were able to finish this one off, and they just really pounded the Thunder this time around. So positives. The LeBron James, to me, is the biggest positive because I said last week, you know maybe we should just start accepting the fact that lebron is 37 years old and that he may not have the lebron james ability anymore and then he's just been on a roll he's the def- he's the uh, nba player of the week in the mm-hmm. western conference he's absolutely dominated the magic he had great games against uh pretty much like i said all week he dropped 33 against the thunder 30 against the magic uh triple double against the magic uh triple double against the Grizzlies, even though they lost, uh, LeBron looks revitalized, looks healthy, looks energized. It was great to see.
1: Yeah. He's pretty good at basketball, isn't he? Uh, (laughs)
0: sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. It's pretty good.
1: (laughs) You know what? And like you read off all those stats and they're, they're incredible. Like, like given his age and everything, but like the thing that was like, the best or at least like the most fun to see was those blocks he had yesterday yeah and you don't have blocks like that or you don't try to have blocks like that if you don't feel like if your energy isn't there and like he joked after the game or not joked, but kind of said like he gets 12 hours of sleep now and just all this stuff and it it, honestly it shows like he looks a lot more energized these last couple games um Stu Lance, like the Lakers commentator, even mentioned it. He looks a lot more sprightly. He's getting up and down the court a lot more. He has, like, this hop in his step. So maybe having that time off, the the time he's had off this year, has uh, helped because he looks really good out there, and he's been, like, the biggest reason why they've played as well as they have.
0: Now, I'm going to ask you, how would he look playing next to Jeremy Grant? Hmm. What the hell am I talking about? Well, if you missed it, earlier today, according to Sham Sharania, the Lakers are one of multiple teams that are trying to acquire Jeremy Grant from the Pistons in a trade. So, Alex, in order to do that, in order to match his salary, you are definitely going to have to probably get rid of THT. And along with probably Kendrick Nunn and probably a draft pick, which I believe that they have in like 2024, 2025. So Jeremy Grant to me is a solution to many of the Lakers problems, a defensive wing who can score. Mm-hmm. He is like, um, everything they want Trevor Ariza to be, he yes. already is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. and he's actually turned his game up since he's gone to Detroit. Cause he's really like the guy. and, I will, you know, in parentheses, he is hurt. He will be out six weeks at least with a UCL uh, thumb injury, I read. So he's out for six weeks. So he fits right in because he's hurt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah, that's that. It's funny that you mentioned Trevor Ariza because I was thinking today, like, if Frank Vogel is like pining over trevor riza like and his return to the lineup like imagine how he'll feel about like having jeremy grant because that like you said he's 27 he's in his prime he's a two-way guy he can space the floor from either forward spot uh he seems like the prototypical guy you would want to play next to an ad at the center uh in those lineups because he can guard either position he can space the floor for ad so ad isn't the guy who has to space the floor for like a howard or or a or a DJ so uh, he makes a lot of a sense for like a variety of reasons like you said it would based on his contract have to be a package deal where like you said it would be THT Kendrick Nunn likely maybe another minimum guy on the team and like you said any draft capital going forward and he, even that I'm not so sure Detroit would be all that interested in that like who knows maybe they're really high on THT or maybe the Lakers are really high on THT and they they don't pursue that, but we don't know. But it, he does check off a lot of boxes, and it's worth noting because you said his injury, and that's really important to to contextualize. But also, the Lakers can't trade Tht. I think until January fifteenth. So e- even if a trade were to happen, po- maybe Jeremy Grant would be healthy by then. So that's also important to kind of consider.
0: The trade deadline is February tenth. Um, so we still got plenty of time to. You got two months to kind of figure that out. At that point, you expect Kendrick Nunn to be back. We'll get to that here shortly. Um, but I just want to ask you, just just even thinking about it, because I did see uh, – did you see Kyle Kuzma's tweet today?
1: I did see Kyle Kuzma's tweet, yeah.
0: Yeah, so there was a – from Hoop Central report, Taylor Horner Tucker is a trade target to for, as, quote, as many as seven teams, and it will take, quote, a lot to get him. And then Kuz, quote, tweeted it saying, here y'all go again.
1: So – how did you read that who who's that directed I I I read it a certain way how how did you read that tweet who do you think he was talking about
0: there oh I didn't even think about that I I, the way you asked me you make it seem like he's talking to a certain player
1: no no I I I think he's talking to a certain team I think he's talking about the Lakers like here you go trading off one of your young guys again or Mm. like or like putting their name in trade rumors because like remember those first few years, it was like every other week Ingram, Lonzo or Kuzma were in trade rumors, yeah. and then obviously they've all got traded away except THT. I wonder if I I at least read it that way. Did you read it like
0: I read it as some, like here like, here way? y'all go again like like enjoy the trade rumors, just kind of a generality. But I think uh, you're right. I mean, it
1: probably is. I think
0: you're right though. Now when you say it that way. Yeah, like here go the Lakers again, doing this again. Which by the way, just to answer my own question, I'm down.
1: <laughs> I was gonna ask you, I, I didn't ask you what um if that deal is on the table, is that or is Jeremy Grant a player you're interested in or is that package something you
0: would do? I am interested in winning now. Winning now. I've said this in the off season when we were talking about the roster movements and what we're looking at and what we're thinking about doing. And I said, when you have LeBron James on your team, you plan to win. Now you don't plan for the future. We're going to suck again when he leaves. I think, I think maybe not, maybe not as bad as like this, the last couple of years before he got here. But my overall thought is anything to make you better now. And I know THT has tremendous upside. I know he shows flashes of just like, damn, this kid's going to be bomb. I don't even think he's played a full 82 games yet. I, I So I get it. I, and I understand that, you know, here we go, trading away like the one young guy that we got. But I was of the opinion that this team was going to be able to just outscore teams. And I'm wrong. They're not. Because they really can't stop a lot of teams. You need someone to help you on the defensive end. And someone that could even score who's averaging more points than THG is now. He's a bigger need than THG is now. I haven't seen Kendrick Nunn, so I have no opinion of Kendrick Nunn whatsoever because I don't know what he looks like as a Laker. And I don't care about draft pick because they're all irrelevant anyways. So, yes, if you ask me to rent Jeremy Grant for this year, at this very moment, I say do it.
1: I think I'm in the same camp, uh, especially when it comes to Jeremy Grant. I I think he just checks off so many boxes if this was like another i don't know i can't even think of another um potential target trade target but i I just think for this team specifically (laughs) yeah we'll get to ben simmons right now i guess yeah but uh, in terms of jeremy Gray, i just think this team is just really off like imbalanced in in terms of they have a ton of guards and a ton of kind of similar guards that they really lack forward depth like there's been a lot of times this year where i'm like Man, I, I this team really misses like a Markeith Morris. Like, oh man, this team really misses a Trevor Reza. Like, that's why a lot of like talk has been about a Riza coming back because that's just how like thin they are at the forward spot. So if you could add a guy like Jeremy Grant who really does pretty much everything this team kind of needs, and like, we saw them up up close in that Denver series against the oh, Lakers. exactly.
0: Where, I that that series is burned into my mind because I was like, who the hell is Jeremy Grant?
1: Do you remember how that series ended? Like one of the lasting images on the floor? I don't. It was LeBron James, like taking Jeremy Grant aside as the confetti was falling, and mm. everybody made a really big deal about that, how they, those two kind of shared a little conversation on the side. Um, and this isn't the first time, like J- Harrison did a really good write up today on the site where he's kind of mentioned how Jeremy Grant and the Lakers have kind of been connected. Uh, several times really for the past season or so so this isn't like the first time this is coming up and i thought the wording was really interesting in that in that article you mentioned that um he's getting a lot of interest reportedly and obviously that could be detroit leaking that like to raise his trade value but uh they did mention the lakers as them and the blazers just two teams like mentioned right away that we know are interested and that's really interesting that the lakers Are one of those teams i think that speaks volumes to maybe how active they're going to be so in in this in this situation i think this is one of the guys where i'd feel comfortable trading thd for.
0: i mean are you gonna go out and get guys that you know like can fit into your to your scheme are you gonna rely on a buyout market again you know we saw what happened we saw it kind of work with keith we saw it didn't work with drummond but historically, it does, it's not a lifesaver for no, teams. It's no. just not. Um, and listen, I love THT. I, I think sending him to purgatory in Detroit is mean. But the goal is to win this year. It's not to win next year or the next two or three years. The goal is to win this year. And I I really believe that Jeremy Grant is exactly the person or the player that the Lakers are missing. And I, as much as I love the upside of THT, as much as we could end up regretting getting rid of THT, I just think you got to do it if it's available. If it's something that the Pistons want, because the Blazers, it looks like they can offer better. Um, they just maybe have I don't know.
1: That's the I, thing. I I that if the it report depends, is your,
0: true, it depends your thoughts on like CJ McCollum, right? Sure. Like, yeah. It depends on like I think they have like I was trying to read up on it. It's so it's so hard to like get everything together when it comes to matching salaries and stuff, but. I think they have a bunch of like conditional first rounds they can give up. Mm -hmm. CJ McCollum sounds good. They can Nurkic can be a part of a package. Like, so, I mean, if you're the Pistons, you're not just going to give away Jeremy Grant. No. So he's going to be a hot commodity. He he is a type of difference maker for a title team.
1: Yeah, like again, like it's not easy to get a two way, like three four maybe he even complete some center type player. Like that those guys, that there's a reason they make a lot of money and there's a reason why like you have to trade real assets to get those players. Yeah. And again, he's only 27. He still has one more year in his contract. So you get him for the rest of this season and next season, and then he's unrestricted. So by then you can maybe have the money to try to extend him or resign him or whatever, but T.H.T is already on his first like actual contract. He's going to be making in the 10 10 million range 10 11 million range so eventually like is he you have to ask yourself is tht going to get the proper on ball responsibility in la to kind of develop into the player you're paying him to be or or see become a good enough shooter to be playing off ball of of westbrook and lebron like you're paying him to be like there's question marks there and maybe him going to a rebuilding team is best for his development who knows Mm -hmm. um but I don't know. I just thought when I saw Jeremy Grant, it, I had flashbacks of that Detroit series. I mean, the the Denver series, and who knows if he even wants to come and play like third fiddle on this Laker team? He went to Detroit because he wanted to be the number one option. So that's yeah. something to consider, also.
0: That's, he could probably be the fourth fiddle here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so, I'll just say
1: a LeBron, Jeremy Grant, AD trio in the front court is. It's pretty good.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say so. I would say <laughs> so. And, and listen, man, I know THG started the season off hurt. And I think, is this the same injury that Jeremy Grant has? Is that the same thing he, that THG had? I have THG no had? idea. Yeah, the I film? don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. But, I mean, it's it's an exciting prospect for me. And it's, it's one of the very few players that I would even, because, like, what is it, on that other report that, that Kuz responded to? Like, as up to seven teams want THT? Well, what are these seven teams offering? Because I don't know how many players I would be like, yeah. Like, I don't know how many players I would be this open to just doing it.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. So, we did mention Ben Simmons. I was like, well, what other player would you be? And why did I say Ben Simmons? Well, part of that same article from Shams also states that somehow, I guess, still doesn't make sense to me, but the Lakers are reportedly interested in a Ben Simmons trade. Now, we can get into all the details of what it would exactly mean or how they would even pull this off. I think you'd have to pull the plug on the Russell Westbrook experiment. Um, But according to this, uh, it was a report from Adrian Wojnarowski and Zach Lowe, and then Shams put it in the athletic article as well. The Knicks, the Lakers, the Wolves, the Trailblazers, the Kings, and the Pacers, and the Cavs are among teams interested in Simmons. Simmons Uh. is making $33 million this year. So... Uh, in the write-up we have on Silver Screen and Roll that was written by Jacob, he says the Lakers might have to send up to six to seven players to make uh, <laughs> this deal happen, and one of those players would have to be Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, or Anthony Davis. And we're assuming, I'm assuming, it's probably Russ. What do you think about that rumor?
1: Yeah, it's another one. Like we've heard the Lakers again connected to Ben Simmons since his whole before this whole thing started. Um, there's obviously the clutch factor. That which is a big, big thing that we can ignore. Um, yeah, it would almost certainly have to be Westbrook going out, and I'm not sure. Uh, wh- okay, where are you at with this? Like, I, I, am almost dismissing this whole thing as is not a really a possibility for for either side. Do you think like there's real smoke here? Like.
0: I think that anytime there's a clutch player and the Lakers get mentioned, it's probably because of that. Um, Just clutch throwing it out there. Oh, the Lakers are interested because the Lakers is filled with clutch players. Um, But when I really think about it, when I really think about it, who makes – who fits better here, Simmons or Westbrook? It's a
1: good question. I was thinking about today. Do do you have an answer to that? I
0: think – I think – just from a defensive standpoint, isn't Simmons kind of what we're looking for too? He's a two-time. Isn't he a defensive player? Uh, all de- all yeah. defensive first team the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. Defensively,
1: uh, defensively, it's no no question who's the better player. Sim- like, Simmons would would be incredible defensively
0: here. Are we are we are we going to get into like the X's and O's of of him being on the offense because that could be a big difference too? I mean, the- you look at it very differently. You can explain. Is he similar to Russell Westbrook offensively, where he's just going to clog all the lanes up as well?
1: Maybe worse. I I, I mean he probably doesn't worse. shoot
0: threes as Westbrook bad, as, at, as, bad he, as Westbrook is at threes. He Sims just doesn't don't even sh- shoot. But him. he
1: doesn't even shoot the. Th- that's the thing. He doesn't even shoot the threes. At right. least Westbrook is shooting like fifty percent from the corners this year and shooting like thirty two percent from three. Like thirty two percent from three isn't great, but it's better than zero. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: i mean he's a ball handler they're very similar i'll say that he's a point guard he's a ball handler uh he's younger than russell westbrook Mm -hmm, that's true um yeah he doesn't solve any shooting issues but defensively i mean that's are you not getting a better defender in him than you are in jeremy grant
1: Uh, yeah you would get a better defender in simmons
0: um i think the the prospect and the intrigue for me is like wow You know, and if I'm Ben Simmons, who better to build me up than LeBron James?
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems like they're, they're friends. They're close. There's been a lot of photos of them training together, working out. Um, and he, when he's like able to play on the floor, Philadelphia's always been better with him out there. Like, obviously, there's playoff issues and stuff like that, but there's a reason they're always in the playoffs and kind of go semi far in the playoffs is because Simmons is a, like, arguably a top five defender in the league that's been super young, incredible passer, great rebounder has good size. Just, there's a lot, a lot of issues on offense and maybe some issues, um, off the court that we don't know about. Like, so uh, that's really important to weigh in. And honestly, Westbrook has really, to his credit, he's really turned it around for like the last, maybe 15 games or so he's been playing really well for a while now and he's finally starting to get into the groove, which you want to just like uproot that and start all over with another player who mm-hmm. needs the ball in their hands. Um, so I just don't know either side, like who would say no or who would say yes. And if even that's some, uh, dialogue they're having.
0: Yeah. I would say the chances of this one happening are, are, are very minimal. Yeah. Very, very minimal. Um,
1: would you do that trade? Just, I think the money matches up. Honestly, uh, you, it would just have to be Westbrook. I think that's it. Like, I think it's going to be a one for one. I think Eric Pincus said like maybe Philadelphia would ha- actually have to send another player to, yeah. to make the money work. But would you do that trade?
0: That's a really, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, obviously I knew we were going to talk about this. It's just, I don't think I would just because like, the pr around ben simmons is awful right now and that's what's in my brain more than like like what's in my head about ben simmons is all the off season drama mm-hmm. more than what i remember him on the court um it's it, it just is really intriguing cuz i think he fits better i really do um but westbrook has really really played well and really really has like come in and kind of figured out his role i don't yeah. think westbrook's a problem Right now. I really don't. Me neither. Uh so it's I it's yeah, you'd be quitting on him really quickly. Really, really quickly. And oh, man. Can you tell? I don't know what I'm I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's this... a
1: it's a good it's a good like um uh, mental exercise. Like I they're very similar and very different at, at the same time. Um it's just a matter of I guess what you value around LeBron and AD. That's always the question. What is the best kind of piece to put around those two. Um yeah, I I, I don't see I, I just don't see Philadelphia doing it. Like I don't think you trade Ben Simmons for Russell Westbrook.
0: Yeah. Even I don't though think even
1: though Daryl Morey has traded for Russell Westbrook before.
0: Oh well, that's a good point. That's a very um, good point.
1: So I, I, I just I think they're gonna get better offers.
0: Yeah, I'm like looking at Eric Pincus is he's, he's been answering a lot of questions about the Lakers today so if you want to go get like details on what the Lakers need to do to get these players you can go check that out but and it's uh, worth
1: noting on the Pincus thing he he was first on the Jeremy Grant to like not to the Lakers but Jeremy Grant and the Lakers semi-connected he's been talking about that since almost last year since that, that moment happened what I referenced earlier after the Den, the Denver series so Pincus whatever I'll, I'll say this for Laker fans Whenever Eric Pincus mentions a player, even if it's not reporting, but just kind of throws that player out there, just keep, keep that in the back of your mind. He usually – he doesn't speak often when it comes to these things, but when he does, he, he usually has a lot of um, good intel on something.
0: Um, I'm going to retract my answer when Ben Simmons. Oh. I don't want to do it. Okay. Because let's be let's let's have this cut. We don't have to have a conversation about it. But let's be real. Like the moment he gets traded to the Lakers, is he all of a sudden ready to play? Like are we no, that's, assuming? That's a are great we, point. Are, are we assuming and just totally discounting his mental health stuff? Whatever you may think of it, is it simply that much of a front, where that the moment he gets traded, he's gonna play?
1: Do we even know if he's in game shape? Like,
0: yeah. Does he want to play? Is he vaccinated? Mm. Did he get vaccinated? I don't even know. I, I think so, he might have, but I'm not sure. I don't know, man. I, I so there's just too many questions with him.
1: There, there's another big factor, and it's the contract. Like, say what you want about Russ. Like, oh, he makes a lot of money. He's expiring after next year. Like, we're not paying Russell Westbrook for the next six seasons. Yeah. If you trade for Ben Simmons, this is what he still owed. He's making thirty-three million this year, thirty-five million next year, thirty-seven million in twenty twenty-three, and forty million in twenty twenty-four. Yeah. Well, so him, you better you have, be damn sure he's your guy if you're if you're committing to that.
0: Because then that's your that's how long is Anthony Davis? That's your back. that I mean, that's your two players going forward, right? I mean, I know LeBron yeah. signed an extension, but realistically, that's you got AD and Ben Simmons.
1: I mean which is intriguing uh, but neither can really shoot that well. So again, you But you're I'm super tissues.
0: more I'm way How about let me ask you this and then we'll move on to get, update the the injury report. Which trade would you rather the Lakers do this year? Jeremy Grant or Ben Simmons?
1: Uh Jeremy Grant.
0: Yeah, cuz I'm very comfortable bringing him back next year, Anthony Davis back next year, LeBron yeah. next year and Russell Westbrook next year. You got four of your fire, four of your five starters. To give it another shot next year, mm-hmm. so I know you said you got to win now, which you do, but at least if you get a Jeremy Grant, you come back at it next year as well.
1: He's only twenty-seven. Again, yeah. like he, these guys don't really come on the market that often. And again, I I'm not saying Tht and Kendrick Nunn a future first is enough. I I I think Jeremy Grant's going to get traded. I just don't. I'm not sure for what. It it's to the Lakers. Yeah, like, I, I bet you a team, like, there's gonna be a lot of contenders out there, like you said, I bet you, like, Phoenix would love to get in on that, um, oh gosh, yeah, I, I, I just think there's gonna be other teams who can offer, like, more picks, or several young guys, and stuff like that,
0: I would also say that the Lakers are better than their, I think the Lakers are better than their record, I think,
1: they're finally on, on, like, an uptick, uptick, in terms of their, like, their data, like, their sixth, like, in defensive rating since Thanksgiving, They've really picked it up there. They're 11th in offensive rating, so they're playing a lot better. And it sounds like we're going to get some like healthy guys back soon.
0: I don't think they're going to finish top two. Um, I was worried. I am still a little... I, I want to see more before I proclaim them not a bubble team or a play-in team, excuse me. Um, but they are only two games out of, out of the four seed.
1: I think given how they've started the year and the injuries, if they can finish... Going into the playoffs with home court advantage after everything. I think they'll be psyched with that.
0: Yeah. So very interesting. We'll see what happens. Trade deadline. February twelfth, like we said, uh THT cannot be traded. Or Kendrick Nunn cannot be traded until January 15th. Kendrick Nunn, speaking of which, finally, little update on Kendrick Nunn. Haven't heard much about him. Um, but he's targeting a July return we think about January, that. January January right what did I say July, July. Me. sorry I don't know hopefully what... not July January don't scare me. me like that <laughs> uh neither him or Trevor Ariza have played this season Trevor Ariza one to two weeks away hopefully Kendrick Nunn with the bone Bruce will return in early January according to sources uh so that is your update on those two
1: which one of those guys are you more more excited about seeing we Ariza. haven't seen either one yet, Ariza. Okay. Yeah,
0: just because I think they need they need another body to help defensively, and um, as far as Kendrick Nunn goes, I don't know where he fits in.
1: Based on the report, that report, it sounds like they. I mean, first of all, he he was their mid level exception signing, so they obviously value him. Um, they have hopes for him, and a lot of the reports were like he was gonna possibly be a starter this year. So I, who knows what he looks like after being gone for so long? But it sounds like they're high on Kendrick Nunn, obviously. Um, but yeah, Trevor Reese is the guy. Especially if you listen to what Frank Vogel's been saying, like it's obvious he he's had high hopes for Rees all year. He's envisioned Ariza to be right next to LeBron in in those LeBron and center lineups, probably next to AD and LeBron, possibly to close close games defensively and that goes back to the whole Jeremy Grant thing they this team needs a forward with size and Ariza has that who know again maybe holding out hopes and like thinking Trevor Ariza at this age is going to be the savior is probably not the best way to view things but he at least is a body and they really need one there
0: yeah I think uh I'm not looking him to be the savior I'm looking to come in and help you know, I do, I do think he come in and help. I think his size is, is going to be important and yeah, he's 36, but Hey, so Melo's older than him and he's looked pretty damn good so far. So you never really know if he's healthy. I think, uh, Trevor Riesa could be a help. Um, Kendrick, Nunn, though. I'd, I'll just ask you like, whose minutes is he taking?
1: That's I, I was just, that's a great question. Um, cause like Rondo's out of the rotation. We can't like, yeah. that was always the default. Like, Oh, he'll just take Rondo. Right. Um,
0: are you taking I, Monk's minutes? Are you I I
1: would say Bradley. PhD? I, I would I would say Bradley, but I just don't see that happening. Like he's a starter now, at least Vogel's been starting him.
0: He's played pretty well too. He's
1: play. You know what? For all the grief he's gotten in the last week or two, and for actually the whole season, really for Blinker fans, he's been a a key reason they've played well these last few games. So, I would have said Bradley, uh, if I had to guess. I think maybe Monk, because Vogel just. If you can't play defense or be trusted on defense, uh, Vogel's just not going to play you. So I think either Ellington or Monk.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I'm down to give it. I mean, listen, like you said, they obviously believe in him. Um, they obviously, you know, uh, want, we all want to see what he can bring to the team. And we've seen Avery Bradley below. We've seen Avery Bradley be high. We've seen DJ get totally knocked out of the rotation. Now he's kind of back in the rotation. Rondo's been in and out of the rotation. Bazemore's totally out of the rotation. So, I mean, Austin Reeves is playing. He's really good again. Like yeah. He was out of the rotation for a while, though. Um So I just think it's a long season. You can figure it out. But hopefully he does come back in early January because his injury has just been so mysterious from day one. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be like he was like he was like day to day and then two to three weeks. And now it's 2022. So um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Alex, we always wrap up the podcast looking ahead at the Lakers schedule. Mm -hmm. And they do have a game on Wednesday at Dallas. That is their next game. Um, and then it might get a little tricky after I'm pulling up schedule. I'm sorry. I thought I had it in front of me. Give me one second. Here we go. Okay. So they go at Dallas on Wednesday at Minnesota on Friday, those two games most likely to, to happen. But Sunday, December 19th against the Chicago Bulls. I don't know because the Bulls are the first team this year to have games postponed because of COVID the Bulls next two games. Um, have been postponed and they are not sure if when they'll be able to you know fulfill what is it eight minimum players something
1: like that but they have like 10 guys on mm -hmm. the like health and safety protocol list or something crazy like that
0: yeah uh right now they have at this moment zach levine demar Derozan, kobe white stanley johnson uh and a bunch of other players (laughs) so um We'll see if that game happens. But then, Alex, we're back on Tuesday. And this is a huge test oh, for the Lakers. Big game. Huge nationally televised game at home against the Phoenix Suns. So let's assume I think it's safe to say that Sunday's game against the Bulls pr- probably not gonna happen. Um but let's assume they do play all four. Okay. What do you think? Three Oof. road games? No back-to-backs. The Lakers, remember? We talked about it for a while. They played every other day for a long time. And now the last two weeks, they've had some some time off. Um, obviously, they have two days in between right now. They don't play uh, today. They don't play tomorrow. They play on Wednesday. Um, and then they're going to go every other day after that. So they did have a little bit of a every-other-day break, but now they're going back to it. What do you think? At Dallas, at Minnesota, at Chicago versus Phoenix.
1: Uh, Yeah, I... I... I think Luka is going to be out, um, last I checked, for this Dallas game. So I think the Lakers, again, that's that's a game they have to take. Uh, Minnesota's playing better. Um, Chicago, when they're healthy, um, when they're able to play, they've been one of the best teams in the league. And obviously Phoenix is arguably the best team of the league. So I, realistically, out of the four games, I would love to see them go, let's say, 3-1. and one. Yes. I think they're I think they're playing well. Let's I let's kind of hold them to higher expectations. I would have said 2 and 2 before, but let's say 3 and 1.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I think 3 and 1 um is what they're going to be. I don't see them beating Phoenix. I just think they're a terrible matchup regardless of of the Lakers' health and the Phoenix is 21 and 4 this year. So, uh, their only game that they've lost is since I don't know when they last but <laughs> well, they, they lost the like, Warriors they, they, won, they like, won like 18, 18 in a row or a row. something yeah. yeah and then they lost to the Warriors and they beat the Spurs they beat the Celtics and they're currently playing the Clippers right now uh, they literally just started so um yeah man I would I would be shocked if they beat the Suns but I will say three and one and hopefully that does happen because those games are winnable regardless of what the other teams are doing those games are winnable
1: yeah even if they don't beat Phoenix I think they definitely have to play a better game than they did that previous matchup in the second game of the season because they got blown out really by phoenix they made a comeback in the fourth quarter but by then it was just basically garbage time so even if they lose they have to show that they can kind of hang with the better teams this year because they really haven't had that many games against quality teams it's been a lot of like 500 or below teams they've played so far so the schedule is going to start to get harder for the lakers uh people know they think if they don't know now they, they I think they have the hardest schedule in the league left so they have to kind of prove that they can at least hang and not if not beat these teams so it's a good test for the Lakers
0: yes for sure uh Alex this is fun man uh trade rumors are very fun in season yeah. when it comes when we're talking about like all-stars I don't know if Jeremy Grant's ever been an all-star but um man this that is very intriguing two major reports coming out and of course the Lakers are in it uh at Alex M Regla You can check him out on Twitter there, silverscreenandroll.com. What's the latest you wrote?
1: Uh, I wrote about basically the Lakers before the last couple games, and even during these last couple games, they've really struggled to do the little things on the floor. Like They're giving up a ton of offensive rebounds. They're still turning over the ball at a crazy rate. So just basically writing about the value of, of doing the little things. And there's no way to really start to build momentum if you're not doing the fundamentals. So...
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that was out, the last thing I wrote. That came out like two days ago. The Lakers are learning the importance of the little things. Go check that out, silverscreenroll.com. And I know you're listening to this, but if you haven't yet, subscribe. Uh Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere there's an audio podcast. We are there. Everybody stay safe out there. And Alex, um, yeah, let's see if the Lakers can go three and one. And obviously they're not gonna be trading for Jeremy Grant anytime soon, but it's keep an eye out on the rumors. <laughs> Keep an eye out. We'll see what happens. Alex, this is great, man. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Thank you, man.